It's no secret that working out is beneficial for our health, but a lesser known fact is that exercising can actually decrease our risk of getting cancer. I'm Gina DiPietro with Novant Health Healthy Headlines. In this podcast, we highlight a study from researchers at the American Cancer Society and the National Cancer Institute that links exercise with a lower risk of more than a dozen types of cancer. Here's Dr. Timothy Collins at Novant Health Oncology Specialists in Winston-Salem. Thanks for listening. So this particular study links exercise with a lower risk of 13 different types of cancer. Why is that? What's the science behind it? What effect does exercise have on the body that it can actually lower the chances that someone may have cancer? So we think it has exercise has several effects on the body. One is that it helps patients lose weight. Obesity is linked with cancer, so that's one improvement. We also think it affects hormonal levels within the body, so and, and change in hormonal levels may affect risk of cancer as well. Finally, we think it um, exercise affects insulin levels, and, and there's a linkage between insulin levels and uh, development of cancer. Is this a new attitude, the association between exercise and a decreased risk of cancer? So I've been seeing cancer patients for 20 years, and in that time period, we've always known that there's a a link between exercise and either prevention of cancer or improved outcomes from patients who've already had cancer. So it's it's not brand new, um, but it's, it's something we're learning more and more about. What surprised you about the findings of this study, anything? I think the biggest surprise to this um, particular study was how much benefit we saw in several different types of cancer. So prior to this study, um, we had good evidence that exercise prevented breast cancer and colon cancer. However, in this study, exercise was shown to reduce risk of cancer in 13 different types of cancer. So quite a robust evidence that exercise uh, can be helpful. And what are those 13 particular types of cancer? So the 13 different types of cancer were breast cancer, colon cancer, endometrial cancer, esophageal cancer, liver cancer, stomach cancer, kidney cancer, and myeloid leukemia. It's a pretty widely held opinion that, you know, working out can help someone stay in shape. It's great for our cardiovascular health. But do you think that people know that it can also reduce their risk of getting certain types of cancer? Do you think people understand this? Because I can't say that I actually had put that link together. I would agree that I don't think the general population understands the significance that exercise can play with reducing cancer risk. Of course, everyone realizes that exercise can help us redu- lower our weight and help with our cardiovascular health, but I would agree that we don't typically associate reduced cancer risk with exercise. Are patients surprised when you share that with them? I think they are surprised when I explain to them the significance in reduction in risk. In my patients, I'm mostly counseling patients who have already had cancer, and so I am recommending exercise um, for my cancer survivors, and I explain to them that there are several studies which show a improved cancer outcomes um, with regular exercise. I once heard someone say that if you could put exercise in a pill form, it would be one of the most, if not the most, widely prescribed drug in the world. I think that's a good point. I I would agree that if we could put it in a pill form, 
um, we could probably um, sell it for a lot of money um, because of all the benefits that we see. What other benefits, aside from the decreased risk of certain types of cancer, does exercise give to the body? So exercise um, helps patients control their weight, which is very important. Um, exercise helps patients' uh, cardiovascular health, which is important for several reasons. Um, and exercise helps uh, patients' well-being. So my patients who exercise report to me that they feel better, just generally feel better. Um, so I think it provides a lot of psychological help to patients. When it comes to this study, how long or how vigorous would the activity have to be for someone to benefit? Exercise was defined as uh, moderate exercise was determined to be 150 minutes of moderate intensity exercise or 75 minutes of vigorous activity per week. So when you break that down, um, that would come out to about 30 minutes of, of exercise daily for five days per week. And we're not talking about going out and running very fast, but just walking. So for example, if, if people walked 30 minutes on their lunch break every day, um, that would qualify. I have to imagine that people would be happy to hear that. It seems attainable. Right. Whenever I talk to my patients about exercise, the first thing I ask them is what they like to do. Um, some patients like to walk, and then the conversation's quite easy. Other patients like to go to the gym, describe to me um, using uh, the exercise bicycle, and some patients like to swim or, or uh, aquatic activities. So I always start with um, meeting the patient with where they are, what their interests are, and then I encourage them to start off slowly, even if they can walk for 10 minutes a day at first, um, that, that, can, that can be a, a way to get started. What other diet or lifestyle changes would you suggest someone do if they want to make sure that they're as healthy as they can be? Well, of course, the biggest change that patients can make if, if they smoke, um, uh, of course, quitting smoking is the most important thing. The way I think of it is uh, patients um, should eat a healthy diet, one that we all know is healthy, um, the same type of diet that a cardiologist might recommend to their patients with heart disease. So that is a diet with lots of fruits and vegetables, um, relatively low fat, uh, lean protein, um, the types of dietary recommendations that we're all familiar with. What's the final message that you would leave listeners with? Physical activity is important for several things, um, but one of those includes uh, a reduced risk of cancer, both in the prevention of cancer as well as improved outcomes from patients who are already di diagnosed with cancer. All right. Dr. Timothy Collins, we appreciate your insight. Thank you. To recap, the study recommends adults get at least 150 minutes of moderate intensity exercise a week. Something as simple as walking at about three miles an hour five times a week on your lunch break would suffice. And for those who prefer a more vigorous workout, the study says to aim for at least 75 minutes of exercise each week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Healthy Headlines. You can find stories like this and hundreds of others by searching Novant Health and Healthy Headlines. Don't forget to rate us, review us, and subscribe to this and all the Novant Health podcasts on Apple, Google, Spotify, or anywhere you choose to listen.